Country Rick here, folks. And welcome back. No, I'm just fucking with you. I couldn't do that to you. Two weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row, Miles? Come on, man. You gotta give us a break. No, but I'm just fucking with you. Anyways, welcome back, folks, to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. And before we get too much into the episode today, I wanted to talk about the intros a little bit because I've been thinking about it, you know. Personally, to me, I like them. I know they're horrible. I know they're stupid. I realize they they lower people's IQs by, you know, 10 points probably when they listen to it. But it's always been kind of like a running joke almost with me. Like, if you've listened listened to this podcast from 1 to 27, you, you get it, I feel like. But the problem is, if you're coming in and trying to give the man-child pot a little chance, right? And you hear me doing that stupid stoner voice or country rick or whatever fucking other idiot voice i've made up they might just think i'm a crazy person who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing which is true but they're going about it for the wrong reasons and i don't know so i've been thinking about it maybe i'll I'll try and make a more professional more serious intro or maybe i'll just double down on a stupid who knows it could it really could go either way you know how it is here at the man child pod we like to keep people guessing we don't we don't want anyone to know our next move so, so yeah, uh, woo, who knows what'll happen, but anyways, um, <laughs> besides that, I hope all has been well for you, I hope this episode finds you in good spirits, life's been treating you good, I know for me, it has been fucking busy, folks, I think you probably get it, you've heard me talk about it the last few weeks, went from no jobs to two jobs, blah, 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 miles, oh my gosh, you're finally doing what we've all been doing, yeah, I get it, I get it. But it's a, it's a lot, you know. It, 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 it's been wearing the kid down a bit. Um, for yesterday, for example, it doesn't always happen this way. It just happens this way every once in a while. But uh, I went from fucking 4.30 a.m. to 11 at Starbucks. Took a little break. Worked from 5 to close at the barbecue house. You know, 11 hours. Not bad for one day. But uh, it takes it out of you. It really does. And so apologies for getting this out a day late. It was just kind of a crazy work schedule yesterday, and I had buddies visiting this weekend, so I wasn't really able to record then either. So yeah, thank you for being patient and waiting, letting me put this out on Tuesday, uh, because I just I couldn't do it yesterday. My brain was shot, my mind was not working, and but that's okay because it's good to be busy. You know, I think I mentioned this before, but it feels good to be busy. I like being on my feet. I like getting out of the house. It's nice to be making some money again, and. I really do feel like I, I, I'm grinding. I'm out here. I'm busy. I'm really trying to do the comedy. I'm still making the podcast. Uh, I'm hustling. All of that stuff. So it, and it's all giving me that momentum a little bit. Sure, I'm tired and it's going to be tough, but uh, it's good for me. You know, I'm young. I can make it happen. That's for sure. And I don't know. It's It's one of those things where, like, I just had too much idle time before. For sure. I was just kind of comfortable, kind of lazy. And now that I'm working, now that I'm busy, because there's days I'm sure already I haven't really wanted to go to work, but once I get there, it's not bad, you know? And um, it's just about trying to kind of push through and work through that comfort zone and get out of the comfort zone. And this is another aspect of me doing that. Getting back into a, a new work environment and learning new jobs, all of that is kind of, in its own way, getting me out of my comfort zone again. So... That's kind of what it's all about. And I know I talk about that a lot on here, but, you know, there's some pretty common themes about what I'm trying to do in my life. So you get it. You get it, right? Yeah. 
But anyways, uh, before, I, I don't really, you know, I was going to say, I don't really have a topic for today's episode. It's kind of a scramble, scramble ramble episode. I'm scrambling, put it together, so I'm just rambling, kind of off the top of my dome. I have a few topics here, so yeah, we're, we're just kind of, we're freestyling up here today. So bear with me. Uh, I, I hope it's not too, too crazy, too off the rails, but, um, I think it'll be all right. But before we get into the episode, I did want to read uh, this quote or this passage again. Shout out to the Daily Stoic. I'm always reading one of these because every time I, I look, you know, I read this and I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling kind of down about myself or this, that and the other. And then I read this. And I'm like, God damn it, Daily Stoic, you did it again. Right. And this really was a good one today. The title of it is called Carpe Diem. And. It just hit the nail on the head for me. So I'm going to share it with you and then we'll, we'll chat about it. But uh, let us therefore set out wholeheartedly, leaving aside our many distractions and exert ourselves in this single purpose before we realize too late the swift and unstoppable flight of time and are left behind. As each day arises, welcome it as the very best day of all and make it your own possession. We must seize what flees us. Seneca. And then Ryan Holiday goes on to say, You will only get one shot at today. You have only 24 hours with which to take it, and then it is gone and lost forever. Will you fully inhabit all today? Will you call out, I've got this, and do your very best to be your very best? What will you manage to make of today before it slips from your fingers and becomes the past? When will someone ask you, or when someone asks you what you did yesterday, do you really want the answer to be nothing? And that was, yeah, again, just a powerful one for me because, you know, when I did have that sabbatical, that little vacation, that small nine to ten month <laughs> vacation, there were many days where I could answer, oh, what'd you do yesterday? Nothing. Yeah, so it feels good to be busy. It feels good to be useful. I'm out of the comfort zone. I'm not in that lackadaisical state. I'm trying to stay busy, and I like it. It's a nice change of pace. I just got to find the happy medium because right now it's probably a little too busy. I think you can probably see that, but uh, we'll, we'll make it work out. I'm Like I said, I'm young. We'll figure it out. Uh, and uh, anyways, let's just get into it. As always, follow me on social media, at on Twitter, at MKC06, on Instagram, MilesKC06. Uh, don't forget to rate, like, share, all of that fun stuff. It really helps me. Much appreciated. And, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. With this money, count it all day. Look at my rollie. Look at your rollie. Yo shit rockless. My shit hockey goalie. You should go and hide it. Man, it's too bad. Like a ball nigga still wearing do-rags. <laughs> Israeli guards, boy, please be mindful. Don't have words with me because I got a mindful. I could tell Larry David was the mind behind Seinfeld. Want to know how I feel? Step into my minefield. Want to know how pain feels? I got off my main pills. Bet my wifey stay close. She know I'm on my Bezos. Opioid addiction. Pharmacy's the real trap. Sometimes I feel trapped. Joy with no field jack. One year it's Illuminati. Next year it's a sunken place. They don't want me to change now. Nah, Nigga running place. I need someone else to make this drink because you don't understand the juice to vodka ratio that can satisfy a real drunk. Guess what? 
Never trust a bartender that don't drink, bitch. What's up, folks? So, we're just gonna get into it today. It's off the top. We're rambling, scrambling, bambling, fambling, smambling. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I'm out here, exhausted, tired, brain's barely working, but we're doing it, folks. We're doing it. Um, it's funny. There's one thing I wanted to talk about kind of before I get into some of the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> I found out from a buddy that a, a co-worker, um, won't get into any names, but had gotten busted watching a little bit of porn at work on, on his break. And, of course, it's a him, right? I mean, maybe there's a few females out there that are trying to sneak a little porn in on their break, but I, that, I bet that number is probably much lower. But, you know, men are pigs. We're savages. We, we can't help ourselves sometimes, I guess. But it's just, it's so weird, right? It's like, first of all, it's hilarious getting caught watching porn at work. That's just like... Come on, man. That's amateur hour. You can't be that rookie. How are you going to be that rookie about doing something like that? You know? Especially in 2018. Like, this was way back in, like, 2006, 2007. Maybe, you know, maybe you get away with it a little easier. As, as we'll find out from a story I have. But, uh, it's like, this is, you know, it's it just, it's just, come on. You can do a little better than that. That's all I'm saying. But one of the funny stories, uh. I, I, two stories I can think of in particular where it's another situation like this has happened basically, which that's three three situations where this has happened in my in my life that I know of is it makes me think that this probably happens a lot <laughs> because once again men you know yeah we're fucking filthy but anyways uh the first one I'm gonna talk about was when I was working at MetLife uh, an internship after I just finished K State I was up in Kansas City and. One guy had left to go to the restroom or something, but he left his computer unlocked. And another coworker decided it would be funny to, you know, put a little porn on there, I guess. Fuck around and, you know, try to be funny. A little cute prank. Ha, ha, ha. Which, you know, sure. When I was at the fraternity, that was hilarious. You know, that happened all the time. You leave your computer open in the room. Somebody walks by. Your Facebook's open. They hit you with a status update. Oh, I like, you know, wiener in my butt or something like that. Something real clever because, you know, that's what we do in, in college, especially at a fraternity. And then uh, you put on some porn, some some horrific porn that you, you really wonder how they even knew about it or where they discovered it. And, yeah, you put that on loop and repeat and everybody walks by. And sees that you have some horrible porn on your room. Everybody gets a good laugh. It's fun. Ha ha ha. Chuckles all around. But uh, at fucking work? For MetLife? Like a Fortune 500 company? You think that's a good idea? Come on, buddy. You, you gotta be better than that. Especially on the work computer. Of course they have that shit monitored. Are you fucking stupid? Well, obviously the answer is yes, but... I just thought that was funny. You know, that's one example. The other one is actually when I was working at Dylan's. Back when I was a wee little lad, a young pup, if you will. Uh, I was working at Dylan's, and I don't know if he's still working there. I'm not trying to blow up his spot because I know some great benders still listen to this bad this bad boy. But um, Donald, you know, the one with the big laugh, always working U-Scan. He used to, you know, dabble a little porn in the break room. 
when uh, I worked there. There's a few, uh, there's other people that can uh, confirm this story. I guarantee it <laughs> because I was not the only one who was usually in there when he was watching porn. He wouldn't even sometimes, you know, depending on if it was like me and one other dude and him in the, in the break room, he wouldn't even think twice. The volume be up. He'd be watching like a fucking some, you know, some whatever. And, and this is a little bit where Donald is a bit of an innovator in this industry, this, this porn at work industry, whatever it is, <laughs> because he was watching that shit on a razor, man. I don't, I don't even know how do you navigated the internet on a razor or had porn on a razor. Like uh, it's pretty impressive. I have to say, and, and he had some good lines for covering up his lies too. He was like a little bit of a master of, of deceit in a way, because I remember one time he would, it was so funny to look on his face when people would come in to the break room when he was watching it. He would have just be fucking wide-eyed, be like, oh, <gasps> like a deer in the headlights. Like, what are you doing? Oh, shut the phone, like, smack it closed, you know. But one time, this lady walked in, this old lady, and uh, <laughs> he told her that it was fucking babies crying. She's like, what are you listening to, Donald? And again, this is pre-smartphones. Smartphones were not as prevalent. They were not really around. It was just razors. Not many people knew about internet on phones and watching videos and shit like that. It wasn't that big. So, like I said, innovator, but he lied to her and told her it was babies crying. You know, <laughs> fucking hilarious. She bought it. Maybe. I don't know. I, she seemed to buy it, which is even funnier. But it's just, you know, the porn at work. Come on, fellas. I get it. But you can't wait till you get home. I don't know. I guess it depends on how boring your job is. I mean, if you have a really boring job, I get it, you know. Go, go get you a little, you know, go go waste some time, right? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I can't back jacking off at work. That's not good. I can't. I can't take that stand. Not in 2018. Not with the Me Too movement. <laughs> I don't know. But it's just that I just thought that was funny. Thought I'd share that with you. You guys love those fun porn at work stories, right? Oh, good. Good. I'm glad. But yeah. Anyways, speaking of craziness like that. Might as well just talk a little bit more about Kanye. I know I talked about him last week, but he managed to say some more outrageous shit that obviously I can't defend. I'm, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it, right? Like, Kanye had some comments on slavery <clears throat> that I don't even think I'm allowed to touch as a white guy. But, you know, to to each their own? No, I don't know. I can't even say that. It was, it was some fucked up stuff, kind of. But... The, the point of all of this is, whether you hate him, or whether you love him, whether you think he's lost his marbles, he's washed up, out of control, just grasping at little straws to try and stay relevant, the, whatever it is, it's it's working, right? He has everybody talking about him again. Fucking four months ago, nobody was talking about Kanye West, right? I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about him, you know? Not at all. And here I am, I'm talking about him back-to-back weeks, and in a weird way... He's just doing the exact same shit that Trump did for his presidential campaign, right? He's saying some crazy outlandish shit that's getting people riled up and some people like it and some people hate it and it's completely different from what he said before, you know, because this isn't the first time he stirred controversy. Obviously, he said the George Bush hates black people, which, you know, he he could easily probably play that card again against Trump, but he's already played that card. He's trying to stir you know, stir these craziness, cause some controversy, be relevant, and it's working. He's getting so much free advertising, free media, all that stuff, just like Trump did. 
with the presidential campaign. People were like, oh, CNN helped him get elected. Well, yeah, because they gave him the free coverage for saying the crazy shit. And that's what Kanye's doing. He's doing it again. It's just like, and who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll be a good thing in a weird way. Not, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm supporting Trump. Not yet anyways. I mean, if Kanye comes out with, you know, this new album is better than college dropout and graduation combined. Yeah, maybe I hop on the bandwagon, that, that Trump chain, that Trump train, toot toot, whatever, because <laughs> maybe that's what made the good music. Maybe he needs the controversy to, to create that good music, because he was making some bangers back when he was saying George Bush hated black people. So maybe this controversy, it'll create some chaos and get him in his fucking loony art zone, boom. We're just getting some fucking awesome albums, some great music. That's what? That's what I'm looking for, right? I mean, and it's all entertaining. Like, whether or not you love him or hate him, don't you want to be entertained by entertainers? I find this stuff very entertaining in many ways. It's like, ooh, what's he fucking, he's going crazy again? Like, I guess I'll tune in. I guess I'll watch it, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not looking into it deep enough and expecting more out of the great minds of our world. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Fucking... Who cares? But in the same kind of vein, talking about hip-hop and stuff, and on it's pretty much on the other foot. The shoe is on the other foot on this one, right? Like, Childish Gambino came out with a, probably my favorite music video song combination in years. Like, <clears throat> a lot of times there'll be a music video for a great song or whatever, fun song, but it doesn't enhance the song. It doesn't go along with the song. It's on a theme that has many different levels to it, and, you know, you can kind of see this on the surface, and then beneath it has all these other layers, like an onion, blah, 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 right? And that's what this new, to me, this new Childish Gambino, This Is America video has. Like, you know, I can't begin to break them all down. I'm not some fucking expert about pop culture and race and all of that stuff with gun violence, because it has probably many different meanings and many different ways to look at it. And that's why it's so good, because when there's amazing art like this, it not only creates a conversation, but it kind of can, can kind of be interpreted in so many different ways that everybody gets to take a little something from it, and I think that's immensely valuable. I just kind of hope that it doesn't get lost in the shitstorm of, you know, all the media that is created in 2018, because it's so easy to, like, oh, that was really cool, and then it just kind of, like, fades off into the rearview mirror of the past real quick. And it's, it's a great video. Like I said, one of the, my favorite in years. Because, and, and I don't know, like I said, I, don't, I can't put everything about what it's going on. But I feel like every time I watch it, I see something new. I get a little something different from it. And I've probably watched it like seven or eight times at this point. Because it's just a great video in my opinion. So I don't know. It's fun. It's Definitely check it out. Um, I might even add this song in here somewhere just because I really enjoyed it. But... Definitely check out the video if you get a chance. Um, and since we're, you know, we're speaking of art and our interpretation, one interesting thing that I kind of took away from the video is that you'll notice when you watch it that Donald Glover, or Childish Gambino in this case, uh, kind of makes himself the focal point of it. He's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's some background dancers, and then there's a lot of craziness happening in the background. It's almost like he's a distraction. And which is classic America, right? Like to look at the celebrity, to look at fame, and see the the guy who we expect to do the thing, and we're like, oh yeah, that's the that's him. He's doing it, and we're watching it and enjoying it, but we're kind of forgetting about 
maybe some of the craziness that's going along with it or maybe we're too focused on being individuals and not a collective i don't know but it was it was interesting like seeing like all the craziness in the background and how celebrity and some of these videos and whatever might almost be a distraction to keep us fighting against each other or to keep us pitted against each other and not working to figure out whatever these problems are does that make sense i don't know it's just it just seems like he was kind of making a little bit of a message and like a little bit of a tip of the hat to like you know i am a distraction here because look what's happening behind me crazy violence police this that and the other riots kids on cell phones all the time blah 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 so i don't know there's just so many layers to it and that's why i suggest you go watch it and see what you take away and if you take away maybe something a little different than me, hit me up. You know, let, let's t let's talk about it. I would be interested to see what your take on the video was. But yeah, um, and that's another kind of leads me to another point real quick before we wrap this up. Uh, like a lot of people are like, oh, well that that video was perfect timing by childish, and sure, it, 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 what kind of is with all the Kanye stuff? You know, people are like, oh. We'll just put childish in the Kanye spot now. Like, we don't need Kanye's gone crazy, blah blah blah. Now we'll just put childish here. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. You can't. First of all, you can't just get rid of all of the stuff that Kanye's done, because who knows if Childish Gambino's even making music like he is without Kanye West, without some of the inspiration that Kanye has done for so many of the people that are killing it in the music game now. You know, he kind of paved the way in many rights for them. But, um. Not only that, but like Childish Gambino is so talented and in, in different ways than Kanye, too, that he doesn't need to be compared to Kanye. He should just be fucking Childish Gambino. He should be Donald Glover. Like, he is a, a hilarious stand up comedian. He's a, a great actor, a great writer, can obviously produce a, an amazing television show, is an, a, a great artist on many different levels. Like, he's in his own category. Why do we always have to compare people and be like, oh, we'll put them here in this like little stereotype or this little little box? Like, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. I feel like it's almost disrespectful to Childish Gambino in a way because, like, sure, it's a great compliment to be con con like, you know, so like, oh, we'll just put you here in the Kanye spot because he was obviously perceived as this like, you know, transcendent person of culture, blah blah blah, whatever you want to call it to a certain right. And yeah, that's a compliment, but like. He can be his own person. That's how I feel. It's just the internet is so quick to, you know, make these brash judgments and leaps and be outraged and this, that, and the other that uh, it's, it's exhausting sometimes. And, you know, it'd be nice just to not maybe care so much about what famous people think. Maybe. Maybe it would be better for all of us to not always be so focused on what famous people think and just figure out what we think a little bit more. That's, that's seems reasonable right i don't know that's just uh that's just my thought but anyways internet it's a it's a fickle one you, you got to take the good with the bad because sure it's it's so easy to be mad on the internet it's like almost that should be like the new slogan for it like we're mad on the internet because that's been very popular lately it feels good to have an enemy and be mad at somebody and you know see some tweets they did fucking eight years ago like, the second somebody gets famous from, you know, they get drafted number one or they get this, that, or the other. That, oh, he got that role? Uh-oh, he got the role of something? Well, let's go look at all of his tweets and figure out how he's a racist or sexist. Because, I mean, I'm sure if you go back and look at my Twitter, it's game over. I've already said and done the thing that's buried me 
multiple times over. Probably already did it on this podcast a couple times. So what what can you do? You can't please everybody. You can't worry about everybody. You just have to figure out, you know, what you want and kind of figure out how to navigate that and make that happen, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. I got kind of rambly at the end. Apologies for that. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening, folks. You're the best. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah. We gon' blow like, yeah. wrapped up the 27th episode of the millennial man child podcast and i have to say i think it went pretty well it was a a crazy one again thank you all for bearing with me allowing me to be you know take the time and produce a decent product instead of just really having to rush it and put it out there and not be happy with it and then hate myself even more than i already do you guys don't want that i don't want that so thank you again for being patient and waiting with me uh, and working with me on that, because you know, like I said, it's busy, it's crazy, folks. Uh, I'll figure it out. I got, I'm navigating these new waters still. Once I get my schedule more figured out, once I get a routine and kind of know what to expect and all of that jazz, it'll, it'll, it'll iron out. You know, we'll iron out the kinks, basically, or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right phrase. Iron out the wrinkles. Yeah, that sounds better, right? That, that sounds better. All right. Anyways, you guys know, I'm, I'm an idiot. But that's why you love me. That's why we have fun on the podcast. Because I'm a dummy, you get to laugh at that. And it hopefully makes your day a little better. I know it makes mine a little better usually, laughing at myself. So, um, yeah, besides that, you know, I've been trying to figure out, you know, this whole scheduling and meditating and journaling and all this stuff. It has been taking a bit of a hit lately. And I think it's okay. I'm, I'm slowly figuring out that it is kind of okay to not necessarily do those things every day. I feel like they were more important to do every day when I wasn't so busy, right? Because I had too much free time. I had to do things to make myself feel like I was being productive. I had to do things to make myself not just go crazy thinking about my own, you know, stuck alone with my thoughts all day by myself. It can be exhausting. It can be... It can wear you down. So I have to say, uh, it's good to be busy. And sure, I'm not being able to journal and meditate quite like I want to. But I, like I said, I think it's going to be okay because I'm not feeling ang- anxiety or stress. I'm just like, 
I am feeling tired and like I could use a little bit more sleep, but you know, that's, that's a whole nother thing. And like I said, I'm young, who cares? I'll figure it out. We'll get the scheduling right, blah, blah, blah. It'll be good. And it kind of, one thing I do want to talk about a little bit, I think I've mentioned this before, maybe in the last part of the episode, you know, talking about the Joe Rogan sleep podcast. I wanted to kind of do one on my, uh, one on sleep as well. Because I used to always put sleep at the back of the priority list, didn't really care, just assumed that it wasn't that important, and you could, you know, get by on a little bit, and sure, you'll be tired and groggy and a little angry and cranky, but you'll be fine, you'll be able to do it, you know, and it's almost like a very American thing to be like, I only get four or five hours of sleep a night, I'm a badass, like, no, not really, you sound tired, (laughs) like, you know, so... I used to be that way, and when I kind of started prioritizing sleep more, my life improved greatly. So I think I'm going to try and talk about that next time. I also will talk about hopefully my my new goals. I, I didn't quite get enough time to put those goals together and make all that work. So now that I have the next two days off, I think I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to sit down, come up with some new revamped goals. You know, since I checked off some of those lists already and kind of been hitting them all right, time to recalibrate refocus so yeah that'll be looking forward to that the next one um thanks again for listening folks a couple things here to check out before we wrap this bad boy up for the day uh go check out that childish gambino video this is america i know i talked about it earlier talking about it again now i just think it's one of those videos that you should watch and maybe you don't connect with it maybe it doesn't you don't vibe with the song you don't really appreciate kind of the the ambiance of the video and all the fun visually, you know, the dances and all the craziness that's going on with it, because it's it's you know it's a it's a bit of a traumatic video, you know, it has a very aggressive start, that's for sure. Um, so you know, take it for what it is worth. It's a piece of art. It's fun. It's supposed to create a conversation, get this little stuff sparked, and I think it did just that. So great job to him. Check it out. Uh, the other thing to check out is in, in a completely opposite of what Childish Gambino is doing mainly. It's it's fucking hilarious. It's one of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill. R.I.P. Patrice. He uh, he died. He had diabetes, had a stroke, you know, taken way too young. I think he was like 44 or something like that. Real bummer. One of the funniest fuckers on the planet when he was alive. And I rewatched his Elephant in the Room special, and I was like... My face hurt. I was getting a headache. I was, like, needing to take breaks from watching it to breathe. Like, you know, it's just so fucking funny, and you forget how good he is. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to Patrice. Go watch The Elephant in the Room if you want some laughs, if you want to be, you know, hurled over your your face, almost touching your knees laughing because he's so funny. But, yeah, uh, besides that, the music in order for today's episode is uh, the Kanye West verse off the song Watch. This is America by Childish Gambino and Gotti by Takashi69. So until next time, folks, thanks again for listening. Much love. You're all the best and man